Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, right now for this time. Oh, Lord, for this opportunity to feel your presence. We thank you, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, you're worthy and you're worthy right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. In the book of Hebrews, it records how about Abraham, the scripture said that after he had patiently endured, that he had received his promise. And uh, you look at Abraham, and, and the Lord had called him out of his place and said, I have a better place for you. And he was obedient to that word, and he went, and God had blessed him, and God continued to bless him. And as he was getting an age, uh, there was a moment in time where his wife would begin to doubt that God was going to come through with the promise that he had given to them but God he came through as always he came through and after you look here at everything that he had gone through but he did not let go of what he understood and he did not let go of that promise and that understanding which he had through God and if you hold to your understanding and you hold to the promise that God has given you, and you be patient about things, God is going to make, make sure everything comes through just right. Amen. And you look in your Bible, and it will tell you about a man by the name of Jacob. And the Scripture said that Jacob, he, would, he went and wrestled an angel all the night long. And into the morning... And the angel said, you must let me go. And he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Until you give me what I have need of, I will not let go. I'm going to continue to hold on here. I'm going to continue to persist here until I receive what I need to receive here. And you've got to come in to the presence of the Lord with putting these things together in your life. Because see, God's given you a promise. He's given you the understanding of what he's got in store for you. And so you've got to come in here and understand you're not going to let go you're not going to let down you're not going to turn around you're not going to let loose you're not going to give in you're not going to let things go you're going to hold on and you're going to keep worshiping you're going to keep praising you'll keep pushing through until you receive your blessing Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. There is a devil that wants to sidetrack you and stop you from receiving the promise that God has got for you. But there is no need or excuse for letting go and having a lack of understanding of what God's got for you right now. There is such a blessing prepared for you. There is such a freedom that's available in the Holy Ghost when you let down your guard and let down your emotion, let down your feelings and step into what God has got for you. Amen. And amen. It is good. 
when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And there is such a peace and understanding and, and such a joy that will come upon you when you let God begin to touch your heart. Amen. Sometimes we, we, we don't allow ourselves to step into the freedom that God has for us. Sometimes we, we let things block us and let things clog us up, if you will, and we go into a mode of just going through some motions here. But there has to be a breaking. There has to be a point of you making your mind up and saying, I, I don't want anything else. I will not settle for anything else but the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> and amen. Uh, the other morning, I woke up, and uh, it was early, and, and I was praying, and, and I was very tired, and I was praying, and, and the, uh, God had laid something on my heart, and I prayed about it, and, and I said, okay, I'm going back to bed now. And uh, that was it. I prayed for about 15 minutes. Okay, I'm going back to bed now. And uh, as, uh, as I'm walking back, I said, no, no, I can't go back to bed yet. I don't feel good about the situation. I, I've got to pray a little bit more. So pray for a few more minutes, another 15, 20 minutes went by, and, and I, I, I'll be on, I'm just fighting flesh. I'm just fighting, oh, Lord, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Oh, this and oh, this. I got this. I got this. Oh, I got to wake up an hour. Oh, no, all these different things go through my mind. And I'm fighting it. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. And finally, I said, God, enough is enough. I said, you woke me up. I said, and something needs to be taken care of here. I said, so I'm going to pray. And I'm going to push through this sleep. I'm going to push through. My, I'm going on right now. Everything else. I said, I said, I know you didn't just wake me up just to get me all messed up here in my sleeping. I said, you've got something here. And I said, I'm going to stay right here. And I'm going to pray. And I'm going to push through all these other things here until I feel a release. Until I feel some peace begin to come down in my life right now. I said, I need your touch right now. I need what you've got for me right now. I said, so I don't care if I don't get to go back to get bed. I've got to get a hold of you right now. And if you will make up your mind that you will push on through here, you make up your mind, I'm not going to settle for second best. I'm not going to settle for what this world has to offer. I'm not settle for some kind of a substitution, but rather I'm going to get what God's got for me. I'm going to get through all this stuff and get a hold of my blessing. There are too many accounts in the scripture of those that pushed through and those that held on and God blessed them a lot. He did not give up. He did not listen to everybody else. He did not allow these thoughts to continue as mine. He said, no, no, I will continue to know who my God is. I know the one giving me strength. I know the one that brought this. I know he could take it away again. And he did bless him again. He blessed him more than he had at the first because he kept on. He did not turn aside. Amen. Amen. It's worth it all. It's worth it all. If you'll hold on to your promise, you hold on to your blessing, you hold on to your salvation, and you keep thanking God every day that He gives you, you keep keeping your mind on these good things that God's doing, you keep giving Him thanks for those things, and guess what? He's going to bring you through the trial. He's going to bring you through the storm. He's going to bring you through the situation. He'll make it worth the wild here if you just keep putting your trust in Him. You keep putting your faith in Him. Amen. But if you will listen to the enemy, you listen to your co-worker, you listen to your family, listen to your friend that does not have the Holy Ghost and does not have the unction from God, then you're not going to make it. You're going to turn aside. You're going to be weighed down with all these other things that they're going to put upon you in their mind and their thinking, and it's going to distract you, and you're going to be as those in the boat the one day. And Jesus said, where is your faith at? Amen. 
I know where my faith's at. My faith's in God. My faith is in that promise that He gave to me that said He's going to bring me through. That my, my, my faith is in my God that says He's not going to put more on me than that I'm able to bear. So I know that in my time right now, everything that's happening, it does not matter because my God already said He's bringing me through it. He already said I'm able here to do all that I've got. Amen and amen and amen. I've come to praise Him. I've come to thank Him. I've come to worship Him. I've come to get excited about what He's doing. I've come to tell Him, I'm not just going through some motions. I mean what I'm doing here tonight. I mean I need your touch. I need your Holy Ghost right now. I need to feel that joy in my heart. I need to feel uplifted tonight. Amen. This is no game that we come to play. This is no game that we come and just say that we're at church. We've come to receive something from God. And if you've not come to receive something from God, then you need to check yourself. You need to check your motives. You need to check what your objectives are in this life and what you're doing because that is what you need to be doing. You need to come here to get a hold of Him. You don't come here to see somebody else. You don't come here just to make yourself feel a little better. You pat yourself on the back. You've come to get a hold of the Almighty God here. Amen. Amen. We were talking to an individual today. I've been witnessing her for a long time. Ever since we've been Lake Placid, I've been witnessing her. And, and every, every single week she said, I'm going to be there Sunday. 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 And every single Sunday I see her leaving a church that she goes to. And she's within minutes sitting on her front porch drinking alcohol. And, and I go by there a few minutes after that because we go by right after they're coming out. And she's holding her can. I'll see you next Sunday. And, and I went up to her today and I said, when are you ever going to wake up? I said, for so long now. I said, I've been telling you to come to church. I've been trying to get you to see that. I've been trying to get you to come. And every time, I said, I'll see you next Sunday. I'll see you next Sunday. I said, when's next Sunday? Yes. And I, you know, I don't put much faith in people. You may be here for just a moment. There's a guy the other day, he told me, he said, I'll call you back in 20 minutes. And uh, he is famous for that. And he called me back the next day. I said, that's the longest 20 minutes. And so he said again to me, so I'll call you back. I said, I don't believe you. I said, you told me that last time. It took you over 36 hours. I said, so I said, I, I need to an answer right now. There's no putting off here. There's no uh, making excuses for why you're not doing this thing. Hey, man, I told this young lady today, I said, I said uh, what's it going to take? I said, you keep, I said, you see that you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. You see that you need to repent of your sins. You see that you're living in sin. You see that you're not going to make it to heaven. You tell me that you want to go to heaven. You tell me that you understand all these things, but you keep doing these same old things. You're trapped in these same old chains, these same old tricks that the devil's always been using. When are you going to grow up here? When are you going to make the decision that I need to do this for myself? I need to come out of this. I need to step out of this by faith and let God begin to do a work in your life. Amen. It's so sad to see people that will not open up themselves to let the Holy Ghost work in their life. It's so sad to see people that are, are so close to being right there where they need to be at, but they're yet they're so far away because they will not open up and let God begin to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm so happy. 
to be in his presence. I'm so happy to feel his Holy Ghost. I don't want to take one second that he gives me for granted. I don't want to, I don't want to take advantage of it in a bad way, in any way whatsoever. I want to thank him. I want to show him. I want to show him with everything that I have. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you that you've given me an opportunity. I thank you that you've taken off these bonds and these chains and this sin from my life. Amen. I don't think sometimes you realize how much God's done for you in your life. Sometimes I think you forget what it used to be like to be wrapped up in bondage and chains so tight that you couldn't worship, that you couldn't call upon his name. But yet he's put us in his atmosphere. He's put us in his presence. And the scripture said in that presence there's fullness of joy. And oh, and there's liberty here tonight. If you just let go, you just step out by faith and you make up your mind, God, I need your Holy Ghost. I need your holy hand to come down and do a work in my life. Oh, let's worship him right now. Let's thank him for what he's doing in our life. Hallelujah. A struggle for survival I daily meet the foe I'm out there on the battlefield At times I stand alone That's when I reach for my holy armor Pick up my shield of faith. I'll march out on the battlefield. Take up my sword and say, The mountain is high, but it's not too steep. The battle is rough, but I'm not too weak. I won't turn back, no. I won't turn back. The road is hard, but it's not too long. The enemy's here, but it's not too strong. I won't turn back, no. I'm out there on the battlefield At times I stand alone That's when I reach for my holy armor I pick up my shield of faith I march out on the battlefield Take up my sword and say The mountain is high but it's not too steep The battle is rough but I'm not too weak I won't turn back, no I won't turn back But it's not too strong I won't turn back Oh, I won't turn back I said I won't turn back I won't turn back I won't turn back I've got a made of mind I won't turn back
Everybody said praise the Lord. Everybody said hallelujah. Well, we're going to do things a little different tonight. I want Sister Stephanie to get our young mother over here and get her ready to be baptized. And everybody said hallelujah. Give God a big hand for one to be baptized in Jesus' name. God is a great God, a kind God, and a loving God, and a merciful God. Everybody said amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. Everybody said I'm glad I'm in church. Give God another big hand. Come on. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Philippians 3 and 7, the Apostle Paul said it, especially in regards to his own personal experience and situation. He said, those things that were gained to me were lost to Christ. I want to just work for a few minutes, if you'll be seated, on the real gain. There are, it's always a matter of how you look at things and whose eyes you're looking through. But if you're looking through the eyes of Jesus Christ, you're going to see things completely differently. When you start to love the things that God loves and hate the things that God hates, you're going to see things completely different. Things that you hold in high esteem, things that you bring to yourself in life, things that become your goals and your ambitions, things that you uh, gravitate towards. And these things give you a, a feeling of a sense of self-worth and you're building yourself up and adding certain things. I've seen people wear a certain hat and they just felt like they were worth a million dollars. I've seen people do all kinds of things and they do those things sometimes because they have a low sense of self-esteem and they want to do something that makes them feel like they're adding a value to themselves. But, you know, we're interested here in being Bible believers. We're interested in, in becoming sons and daughters of God. Paul had a lot of things that he, he trusted in and was raised in. And that wasn't his fault, shall we say. He was raised that way. This is what was put into him at an early age as a child. But he spoke about when they uh, circumcised him the eighth day and, and what tribe he belonged to and, and that he was a Hebrew of Hebrews. And he went on about all of the things that were instilled in him early on and that he brought to himself uh, a, a belonging to a certain religion and a group, uh, uh, the Pharisees, and different things that gave him a certain status, if you please, in his own eyes and maybe in some that were in the community or the country in which he lived. But he came to a real revelation one day, and that was that all those things that he'd been adding to himself, he realized that he was really losing when it came to the things that mattered in God's eyes. And that's why the Lord said to him one day, you're fighting me, you're persecuting me, and I am Jesus, what in the world are you doing? But I'm this and I'm that and I'm doing the other. And, and the Lord was saying negative, negative, negative. Unprofitable, unprofitable, unprofitable. If you want to get on the right side of the ledger, let me show you what's really valuable. Let me put something in your... You get to a certain street and you get baptized in Jesus' name and you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and then we can begin to start talking about what's really a gain around here. What you're really adding to your life and having added to your life that is of value, of great value in the sight of God. Amen. Give the Lord a big hand. Come on now. Woo! Amen. 
just depends on who's doing the appraising. And I've known of somebody bring something to one of those appraisers and think it was worth so much and only for him to look at it and say, sorry, about $15, that's it. What? Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm not kidding you. Sorry, it's very common. Well, I read about a man the other day that went into a, a uh, pawn shop and uh, they were having some kind of little, you know, thing on sale because things are slow. And, and so the person began to dig through and look through different things that were laying there. And lo and behold, him being in a certain field and retired, he looked at something and he espied it and he said, oh, my goodness. And he knew the value of what was laying in that drawer with the rest of that trinket junk. And he reached right in there and grabbed a whole bunch of stuff and acted like he just wanted to get it all. And took it over there and paid a few dollars and walked out with over $2 million. Because he found something among all the rest of the junk that was back. And I tell you about the pearl of great price. And I tell you about when you sell out everything and you say those things that I thought were gain are nothing but junk. And nothing but junk that I might get the one valuable thing. That I might get the pearl of great price. That I might be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Talking about real gain. Amen. Let me tell you, you trade, you trade your, your human spirit in for the Holy Spirit. And there's going to be a big gain in your life. Because you strutting around and having your way and doing your thing and feel like I'm all that. You're going to find out that you're in the lost column. That you're way down there in the red. And that you got all kinds of liens against you by the great eternal Father. You want to get yourself in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And tell God thank you for opening my eyes to the truth. And giving me that which is of real value. Let's lift our hearts with our hands and worship the Lord here a minute. How great is our God. How great is our God. How great, how great is our God.